You are now rocking with Must Have Knowledge and Sass. I heard this quote that said, when your dreams turn to dust, vacuum. Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode on the podcast, Must Have Knowledge and Sass. I'm your host, Tiana, and I'm so happy that you're here with me for the first time, or if you're here again, I'm just happy that you are here. For those who do not know, we are in the middle of a series where I am detailing different things that I learned during my journey to happiness. So on this episode, I'm going to be talking about grief and how it showed up during my journey. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. Listen, grief is the worst uninvited guest ever. It just shows up. It doesn't have a time limit. It doesn't need an invitation. It just comes out of nowhere sometimes. To be honest with you, I didn't expect to experience grief after I went on my journey to happiness. And for those who have not listened to the previous episode yet, um, I decided to go on a journey to happiness after I quit my quote unquote dream job, sold my house and needed to redefine happiness for myself. So for me, Grief came out of nowhere and it showed up in three different ways. One, it showed up as the fact that I was walking away from a career that I had been nurturing since the age of 18. It also showed up as just repressed grief, grieving the loss of family members um, that I had lost in 2016. And then grieving the fact that my fantasy did not become a reality. When I say for the first one, the fact that I was walking away from a career that I had been nurturing since the age of 18, I was a North Carolina teaching fellow. Meaning for my entire college career, I was primed to become a teacher. From the age of 18, I was being primed. And in exchange for getting this fellowship or this scholarship, I made a promise that I would be an educator in North Carolina for four years. To be honest with you, I should have left education after those four years, after paying back my quote-unquote loan time, I guess you can say. Um, But I didn't, and I didn't walk away. That was in 2012 um, because I was in the middle of getting my master's degree. I had one more year left in grad school, so I decided to keep going. I sacrificed time, money, energy into my career as an educator. I carefully crafted out my path to leadership in 2015 um, as well. So my professional development plan primarily included me taking on more leadership roles as a teacher so that I can transition out of the classroom. And I had started this pretty much um plan for myself in 2015, like I stated before. Um, And I did it successfully. You know what I'm saying? I was able to transition from being a middle school teacher into a more leadership role where I was a part of a leadership team in which I managed a federal grant for a school. 
And then after that position, I transitioned to the state level where I was a regional consultant. Now, this took a lot of hard work. Looking back now, I understand why grief decided to make a visit when I decided to transition out of education because it was like a breakup. I was leaving my comfort zone and everything that I knew. It was like a part of me had to learn how to redefine myself. And I I found myself grieving the old Tiana, the Tiana that I used to be as an educator in a system. And so that brought up a lot of grief. Grief also showed up as repressed grief, um, grieving the loss of family members. I had taught myself how to repress grief by taking on just a lot of work, um, by overworking myself and by occupying my mind with other things. But when you are in a space for eight months, because my journey to happiness, of course, it lasted a year, but for eight months, I, I didn't have a permanent role. I did like contract roles and stuff like that, but I had eight months to really just be with myself and nothing else. So a lot of repressed things um, had the opportunity to come up during that time. I feel like for the first time, I truly grieved the death of my grandmother and aunt who had died in 2016. I grieved the fact of having regret for not being closer to my grandmother on my father's side. And I grieved the fact that I no longer had the safe place that I once had when my aunt was alive. My aunt was like a mother figure to me. And I love going to my uncle and aunt's house in the country when she was alive. Um, It was a safe haven for me. I miss the days where I used to sleep on the couch because let me go ahead and tell you right now, they had the most comfortable couch ever. Okay. It was my favorite place to rest. When I was at their house, I missed the joy, the laughter, the peaceful loudness of being around my family in that space. I miss my aunt a lot. On my journey, I learned how to allow my soul to cry. There are so many days that I wish my aunt was still here. I also wish I can go back and spend more time with my grandmother in Atlanta. I guess you can say that will always be the thorn in my side. It will always be the scar that's left with me um just grieving both of them um some days grief is happy grief where I just think about the good times and some days it's a sad grief where I long for the desire to just go back to the country and just be in my safe haven or drive down to Atlanta and go visit my grandmother in her apartment Um, so yeah and lastly grieving the fact that my fantasy did not become a reality see my happiness was dependent on the fantasy that I had created for myself the fantasy of being married the fantasy of being a mother the fantasy of not having to work all by a certain age I in my mind I thought I should have all of those things by a certain age And on my journey to happiness, I realized that was not the reality for me. The reality was I was dealing with the effects of being in a hostile work environment. I was dealing with anxiety. I was dealing with depression. And I just didn't foresee this being a part of my life at this age. 
So I had to learn when my dreams turned to dust, it was time to vacuum. I'm not saying that I no longer have a desire to be a wife, a mother, or have the freedom to do what I want to do with my days. I'm just saying now I live in the reality that I'm okay with not being a wife, a mother, and having the freedom to do what I want to do with my days right now. I still have hope for these things, but my happiness is not dependent on them um, anymore like it used to be. I know I will make an amazing wife. I know I'll be a phenomenal mother. And I know there will be a day when I will have the freedom to carve out and craft my day how I want it to be. And I will work because I want to work, not because I have to work. So I still have hope for all of this. I've learned to face the harsh reality of situations and not hold on to unrealistic expectations for myself. When I let go of the fantasy and face the reality, it creates a healthier environment for happiness to dwell. I learned that I create a breeding ground for happiness. I create the environment for happiness to dwell. I create the environment for it to be nurtured. So when I was faced with the grief of those three main things, I was able to learn throughout my journey how to allow grief to come through me and then pass over me. I'm still learning how to process it in a healthy manner. I allow grief to come and sit for a while, but it can't stay. I learn how to face the emotions when they come. I'm learning how to identify what I'm truly grieving so that I can determine the next steps. I believe learning how to deal with grief is a lifelong journey. I'm happy that I had the time and space to see it, identify it, and process through it in order to discover what happiness looks like when it graces me with its presence. Thank you for listening. As always, I pray that you are loved and I pray you experience so much happiness. Until next time, bye y'all.